Welcome back to the real Mark Bagwell, a wrestling docuseries with the chosen lawyer, cousin Jerry Hood. Jerry, great to see you, brother. Wow, it's good to be seen. What's up? What's up? What's up is the fans have been clamoring on social media for you, for Buff Bagwell, and we got a whole bunch of comments today. It's all about the fans. You guys are watching on YouTube. You're hitting the subscribe button, notification bell. You're writing your comments. You're all talking to each other, doing that on Instagram, YouTube, and then you go on to TikTok, and you're thinking, is anybody going to see my comments? Oh, we saw them all, right? And we're going to share a lot of them today. So get ready to become famous because the fans are wishing Buff Bagwell a New, happy new year and Merry Christmas. That's big. That's big. My agent said a lot of the comments, uh, I guess y'all went over everything and bring the comments. We love it. Good, the bad, the ugly, the bark. So this is in no particular order where I picked some fun ones today. So I say, let's jump in. Anthony Lott writes in. So these are our uh, people, I believe off YouTube and they're saying, Anthony Lott, I missed you in WCW. Stay strong. That's big. Yeah, that's good. I we love that. We love Buff in WCW, and we always talked about that. But, man, if Vince McMahon doesn't take WCW over, WCW keeps going. Lord only knows where Buff Bagwell's career is going at that point because he was at, a, like, the high point of his career. He was the foundation of WCW. He was a lifelong WCW guy. We missed him in WCW as well. And, uh, man, it would be nice if WCW had stuck around. Oh, no doubt. I wish it was there as well. I know Mark does too. And Oh, well, good things come to an end. Well, listen, uh, the one thing about when you reach a high and the high is gone is that, on the other hand, do you know how many people are wrestling on the independent circuits and never even get a sniff of the big time? And, you know, for those of you who say, man, you know, Buff could have wrestled for another 10 years easily in the big leagues. He did make it to the big leagues and he was as big as they got. Like, when the Buff Bagwell music played out, the Buff Daddy theme song, man, he was as big as they come. Like as far as the pop he got from the crowd, you know, those were the those were the highlights. So never forget that he's still buff. He's the stuff, and the girls just can't get enough. Uh, our lady friend McKaylin Reagan, I I hope I'm pronouncing that right, says, "My big daddy, Buffy Puffy Puffin." inspiring myself to be a better person and to be not on so many meds myself too. That's big. Wow. Good for him. Good for her. And wish her the best. And, uh, inspiration is, uh, always something good. Somebody you can look up to and somebody that inspires you and, uh, good for you. I hope it works out for her and good job. I can only imagine how many female fans considered Buff hit their Buffy Puffy Puffin. Yeah, back. that's he had a few admirers, I'm sure, and some were more aggressive than others. I would say Jerry Hood. Uh, when when they would see him at a restaurant, they'd see him at a at a uh, pub or something. I'm sure there are women that would not let him leave unless they got that number from him. Guaranteed. <laughs> Probably for sure. To be determined. <laughs> to be determined. Rodney Foley writes in, uh, you so deserve a Hall of Fame spot. 
Amen, Rodney Foley. I agree. We've talked about this as far as, you know, everybody knows Buff as Buff Bagwell, Marcus Alexander Bagwell, but he had so many different incarnations, you know, the handsome stranger, right? There were so many different characters until he became Buff Daddy. And the one that you could take is to see the man wrestled, wrestled day in, day out. He was a professional. Uh, the Hall of Fame has to be calling for him one day, Jerry Hood. Oh, for sure. We're looking for that. Um, sooner than later. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully that, that call will come. And, uh, you know, we'll just live it, live it there, I guess. Remember, on the trajectory that he's going, everybody in wrestling gets for forgiveness at some point or another, and he will get his pop. He'll be back in front of the crowd one day, and I think that Hall of Fame will be called. Uh, this guy I picked out just because the name is so good. The Captain Slappy. The Captain Slappy. Captain Slappy. What's Captain up? Captain Slappy. God knows how he came up with that name. Good to see the bigger buffer on the way back. The bigger buffer. That's good. And he's definitely on the way back. No question. <laughs> Mick Horter. M-C-W-H. Mick Horter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Writes in, I hope Mark's still on the wagon and doing well. And that's the thing. People will say, you know, a lot of people confuse, are they on the wagon or are they off the wagon? So being on the wagon is a good thing. You want to be on the wagon, right, Jerry Hood? When you're off the wagon, that means when you're off your rails and bad things are happening. So Mark Bagwell, Marcus Alexander Bagwell is definitely on the wagon, the sobriety wagon that is. Mm-hmm. Looks like a million bucks, talks like a million bucks, only on the way up. So, yes, he's very much on that wagon, and he's doing great. Thank you, Mick Horter, for asking. Josh Eisert writes in, and this was a long one, so bear with me here. Asking him about his fans and telling him we don't want to see him go, basically saying do it for the fans. This may sound nitpicky, but he shouldn't be doing it for the fans. Now is the time to be selfish and do it for himself. No one else. I guess F. I don't know. I'm struggling myself. I want to do it for my kids, but they tell me that's not the not the right way to think. It has to be for me. You know, I think Josh Eiser in his way brings up a very, very strong point. And Jerry Hood, you can help correct me here if I'm wrong. But I know Mark Bagwell loves his fans dearly. And he wants to see his fans happy and he loves to be there for them. But during his recovery right now and where Mark Bagwell's at, I believe he recognizes first and foremost he has to do it for him. If he doesn't take care of him and loves himself and gets through, he can't do this for anybody. What do you what are your feelings? I think you said it very well, very well put. Um he's done it for so many reasons, so many times, and he's uh, just to get better, I got to do it for my job. I got to do it for the fans. I got to do it for my family. I got to, you know, and this time, this was this one, this was it. And he knew just going through the show with Dallas, change or die, and then seeing, you know, Scott, you know, passing. And um, I think he realized, hey, I better wake up and not do it for anybody, but 
I got to do this for me. And after talking with him a couple times um, here lately, um, it's for him. Doesn't have to be for the money, the glory. It's got to be for him, and he realizes it. And let's say he's he looks good. He's healthy. He's strong. He's healthy and strong. Whenever he's was down and out and, and off the wagon, but he, he feels so much better. Looks better. This it's, it's unbelievable the difference. And you know somebody you can tell somebody that doesn't really know him. They may not be able to tell when he's on or off. But um, if he's here at the farm or we're hunting or you know we're going on that big trip, you know here in a couple weeks. If, we can tell, and uh, you just have to uh, just hope for the best. Like saying, do it for yourself and no one else. And that's the guy writing in. That that's he's he's absolutely right. Mike, that feeling knowing Mark Bagwell's, I've known him over the past year and a bit. Jerry Hood, I mean, your family, you've known him for a lifetime now. But my gut feeling is when he's off the wagon, when he got off the wagon. A lot of it has to do the pressure that he puts on himself because of other people. People think, you know, he's buff Bagwell. He's got the muscles. He's so vain. He's so arrogant. If you actually got to know him, he is a Southern gentleman. He would do anything for anybody. He would stand in the middle of a grocery parking lot and sign autographs. He'd miss an airplane taking pictures with fans. This is a guy that gives himself nonstop. And I think which led to his ultimate, I'm not going to say demise, but led to his breakdown as far as when enough was enough. I think, and one of the things I told him as a friend was, you have a really hard time saying no. When people are asking you to do things, you want to give yourself, you want to give your time and you would try to please everybody. And he took on too much. It was nonstop traveling, events, uh, going on shows, giving interviews, and... You know, this was not him for him. This was him for everybody else. And that, I think, ultimately is what puts so much pressure. And when you have that kind of pressure on you and you have so little time, you know, it's it's easy to go to a quick fix, so to speak. And so I think that really speaks to what Josh is saying there. If Mark was doing it just for the fans, I think it'd be very easy to relapse in that sense. When Mark realizes that he has to say no and there has to be limits and there's only so much of him to go around and he's got to take care of him, and love himself and make sure he's good for everybody else, I think then there's going to be a change. And that's what we're seeing in him right now. Like, this is a Mark Bagwell that I have never seen before in my life, even from the WCW days, because there he's, you know, he's on the road 350 days a year and he just go, go, go. Once the lights turn off and everything else, you know, it's been, it's been, it's been a hard adjustment. There's a lot of hard adjustments for people that come from the limelight and then find the next stages of their careers. And I'm so glad for Mark Bagwell that he's finding it. He's with DDP, the uh, the Mr. Bagwell series. He's he's on that MCW. And, you know, things are looking great for him. And I think also he has that accountability to step back and say, things are going well, but I got to stay on a certain track because I got to take care of me first and foremost. And that's where it's good, you know, that, you know, he, 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 does, he does the classes and he has the meetings and uh, he has the support and love behind him. You know, DDP and John have been great for him. And uh, he has a lot of love and support there. For sure. Like I said before, Dallas brings it all. He's a great champion. He brings good energy. Uh, first class. Uh, great family friend. And then John, of course, overseeing everything. 
what a great person she is. Uh, golden heart, elementary school teacher. You know, she's, uh, wow, I've known her mother for 40 plus years and uh, what a great family. And uh, with them backing him, Marcus, um, and what they bring to the table, um, you see the results, period. Sky's the limit. Lady Death Double X, not Triple X. Lady Death, only two X's. Oh. Hope the Bagwells had a Merry Christmas. Uh, any, do you know Lady Death? Gosh, I don't. Uh, thanks for writing in, though. Uh, great Christmas. We, uh, we all got together. It was great. Um, it was a fun time and missing Judy. And, uh, so the second Christmas without her, but really the first one kind of hit us hard because she passed in November was a year. And so, you know, the first one was a month after, but this one really leading up to it and getting ready and the decorations and, and all that, of course, you know, we miss her very much, but a uh, great Christmas family wide. Uh, everybody was happy. Uh, I can't wait for the credit card bills to start rolling in. Let's see how much we spent. I know we, uh wow man <laughs> but uh hey we've been uh, importing and exporting liquor uh alcohol and we'll make some of it back and we'll put it in the bank and we'll do it again here in a few months and we'll just keep bringing that money in and uh deer season ends here in a month and uh man we'll go back at it again start making some money Want to bring that point back on Judy Bagwell because you know she she left us not that long ago, and you know fans wrestling fans of Buff Bagwell recall you know when she was part of the uh, the shtick in WCW when she used to come out and everything else. But uh, tell us again, you know how close was the relationship between Mark Bagwell and Judy Bagwell, and that must have hit him like a ton of bricks. Like he's a strong individual. You know, he's not the type to complain, but uh, emotionally very difficult for him, uh, I take it, as far as because the, the strong relationship with his mother. Uh, yeah, you said it right. Uh, very strong. He's a very strong person. Uh, emotionally, he, you know, his things hit him differently, and he's always been like that. But uh, this hit him like a ton of bricks. Uh, their relationship was second to none. That was his... That was his go-to. That was his rock. Even when he was married, of course, um, you know, the wife's there and that's, you know, it's her role. She's the wife, but still, you know, Judy did her thing. She had to do this and she did that. And she made a list for groceries and, you know, she had this and she hired the housekeepers to come in the maids and everything. And, and she did, she had such a big role for him. You know, of course he, misses it now and uh, but it hit him hard and, and losing her was probably one of the biggest things you know to ever happen to him by far yeah and you definitely feel it come the holiday season for sure because you know you you, you told us in previous uh, chapters about how judy was the organizer of the bagwell uh, christmases and to not have the organizer there and the family matriarch tough thing no our doubt. condolences uh, Rick Sanchez writes in, 
Good man. At least he's trying to become a better person, admits his faults, unlike others. This is so like true. That. Me too, mm -hmm. Jerry Hood, because you think about it, how many times have you seen family members, friends, coworkers that they just want to blame everybody else? That the, they do not want to look inward and say, what part did I have to play in this? And uh, I can say this much about Buff Bagwell. The man, first and foremost, knows how to point a finger at himself and take the blame when it's him. And, you know, he's probably too critical of himself even that way. But I, I agree with Rick Sanchez. You know, he's admitting his faults and he's being open and honest. And that's the best way to live. And I wish others in watching Mark Bagwell's recovery and see how he's come around and hear his words. Maybe look within yourself, see where you're at in life, and may that inspire you to be the best you that you can be. If you have a substance issue and you've been thinking about maybe I need to go to rehab, maybe I need to turn things around, or maybe you're overstressed and you're thinking about taking some sort of substance, you think it'll take the edge off, or you're looking to make a rash decision because you're unhappy in life, look at how Mark Bagwell stepped away, went to rehab, turned his life around, on the track he's on right now, and may that inspire you to make the best decisions for your life, people. Oh, for sure. That's, you know, a lot of people, they, you get caught up with those people that, uh, you know, want to blame everything else and they didn't do this. If you own up to it, that's the first step. Do it for yourself. That's the second step. And staying clean. And, you know, that's by far, that's, uh, that's how it goes. And great, great comment. Um, you know, by the writer and, you know, just, it happens, you know, a lot of people don't own up to it and you're around that every day. And I removed myself from that situation and, you know, I'm not going to be around, but not going to do it. I've never or, met, I've never met a substance abuse, abuse user that uh, said, I'm going to try it uh, and I'm going to become addicted to it. I think a lot of people don't understand how many things become addictive and it's not just hard narcotics. It could be alcohol as well. And many people say, you know what? And I think everybody starts off with saying I'm beyond this. I can have it once or twice. It's not going to affect me. I'm not going to get hooked on it. And there's so many things that we can get hooked on for so many things, even eating with honey. People have eating disorders, either eating too much or too little. Many of us, and you know, it's not physical, it's a mental thing, you know, as far as how people do that. So I think people need to step away sometimes. And before you make the decision as far as what you're using, what you're eating, you know, what you're ingesting into your body, think about it because you don't always have that control. And again, it's making good decisions for sure. Dodge Morningstar writes in and uh, he had a Scott Hall moment. Remember, we recently lost Scott Hall, unfortunately, and... Uh, big part of the wrestling community and buff bagwell has talked about that on several occasions because they were close and he was saying i don't know how my mind read it as scott steiner instead of scott hall but i was legitimately shook for a moment so dodge morning star watched our clip on scott hall and thought scott steiner had passed away so we're very pleased to tell dodge morning star that scott steiner is big papa pump is still very much with us and it's Scott Hall that has passed, unfortunately. But, it, it you know, the, the eyes can play tricks on us, you know, Jerry. And there are people that sometimes we just think for a second, oh, my God, they passed away. And, you know, it can really shake us. Oh, it can happen uh, very easily, get misconstrued or rumors or what have you. But, no, the big voodoo daddy is still with us. 
strong as ever, and uh, he's still here. And I hate that he got that wrong for sure. I'm glad that didn't go any further, man. We'd be in trouble. My agent, my, he'd be ringing my phone off the hook. What'd y'all do? What'd you do? Scott Snyder is still with us. And, you know, it was very glad to see him. We brought about this up in the Hall of Fame episode where Scott said that he would never do the Hall of Fame induction. And you know what? He made amends with WWE. He got the induction with his brother. So Scott and Rick Steiner are in the WWE Hall of Fame. That was great to see Scott being able to put it together. And that's, again, I think you see Scott Steiner in the Hall of Fame. You're going to see Buff Bagwell in the Hall of Fame. That's just the way it's going to go. For our last comment today, uh, works for Mountain Dew. So the way you work uh, for an alcohol distributor, this guy apparently works for Mountain Dew. Now, do you remember our good friend, uh, Todd Plant? Came on with Howard Helm, and we created wrestling history on this docuseries. So back in the day again, when there was wrestling theme songs like there are today, for whatever reason, they thought to themselves, we don't need to videotape this. We don't have to give the singers credits. So you go and listen to a wrestling theme song. You have no clue 99.99% of the time who the singer was. And you have no videotape of it whatsoever. On our docuseries here for the real Mark Bagwell, you know, the big theme song, Mark Bagwell's favorite theme song, I tell people, was not the Buff Daddy one, even though it's a great one. He loves the American Males one. Well... Through all the digging, we found Todd Plant, who is the singer of American Males theme song. He came on. He sang his heart out. Remember that one, Jerry Hood? And he bang on hit it the same way he did 20 years ago. What it works for Mountain Dew, I have to say, this made my freaking day, the American Males Live. Thank you. <laughs> Good. That's excellent. Wow. We had... We had a lot of feedback on Todd Plant and people were really pleased for it. And, you know, this, this is literally history, you know, and anybody that's going to research that American Males theme song and, you know, wrestling theme songs being such a big part of wrestling as they are, you know, being able to actually see that singer, watch him, listen to him. I think I thought that was pretty cool, man. And I'm trying to dig up a couple more people and uh, we'll see how successful I am with it. Uh, they're very obscure, Jerry Hood, like. There's no credits anywhere. Unless you know the producer of that song, you cannot dig up these singers. They are nowhere to be found. So you got to find the name. Then you got to find out where the heck they are. And then you got to get get them to agree to come on the show. So this is a lot of digging. It ain't easy. Oh, it's tough. The producers of the show, everything. Um, How y'all find them. How'd y'all find me? I think I found y'all. But uh, my agent or something. You wrote in on YouTube, and uh, I I had to verify you because I didn't believe who you were. And only when you sent me a picture of Mark Bagwell in his shorty shorts and his fanny pack in front of the Ford Mustang back in the 80s did I know that you were Cousin Jerry Hood. Wow, that was big. So, yeah, but you guys finding everybody, getting in touch with the agents, um, the show, what all goes into it, the editors, everybody behind the scenes. Um, it's tough. I know it is, but uh, y'all do a good job with it. And uh, I know the fans appreciate it. I know Mark appreciates it. And we love it. It was really neat as well. Uh, so Howard Helm coming on with Todd Plant and talking about the making of the American Males theme song. 
and how they located Todd Plant and how they hired him and writing the lyrics of the song. Turned out that Howard Helm and Jimmy Hart were the ones in the background singing the chorus when they say American males, American males. That's Howard Helm and Jimmy Hart, believe it or not. So I would have never guessed that Jimmy Hart in a million years. That's them. Hearing the story of the song being made, man, that was that was epic. Like, honestly, I was like a kid in a candy store listening to that. I am, you know, I have one project. You have one project as well. We're trying to work on more people, obviously, for the docuseries this year. I really want to get one of the singers from the Buff Daddy theme song. I'm one away from her now. So I've, I found her. I know she exists. Now we just got to get her to agree to come on the show. So we are this close, Jerry Hood, and I will keep you posted. And I know you're working on uh, a very big guest as well. So let's get them on here. The fans are clamoring for them. And we're going to have a ton of fun in 2023 for the real Mark Bagwell. Let's do it. Amazing. Thank you for your insights as always, Cousin Jerry Hood. And we'll see you back next week. Until then, stay safe, and uh, you'll be in Alabama soon. Cheers.